Hey guys, this is just another sausage making episode. In this one, we're just sort of talking about the pillars of personal development. This is just a discussion between Brandon and myself. Uh, Let us know what you think about it. If you have any feedback, questions, anything like that, don't hesitate to reach out. All right, enjoy. All right, guys, we are uh, here for just another sausage making session. Again, one of my favorite things. we got uh, Brandon here. It's Brandon in the background. No, you're the foreground, man. Um, so today we wanted to talk about a an article that he sent me. And uh, it was just kind of one of those things where we just decided to strike up a conversation about it. And then it was one of those things where we were like, hey, let's make sausage over this. Just come over. Let's go ride bikes because uh, we're losers. And uh, then afterwards. We're just the coolest. We're not yeah, losers. Yeah. You're just not on our level yet. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> So we went and rode around the neighborhood, got our miles in, and then, uh, what do we log? What, 5.29 miles? Yeah. It was all right. It was it nice leisure. Nice leisure, yeah. yeah. Um, I needed it after uh, my dinner today, so um, it was good. But the if you want to go ahead and sort of lay the foundation, just tell us what this is all about, and we'll just kind of go from it. Or I can kick it off as well. I mean, we're just sort of talking about pillars of personal development. Yeah. Uh, and what he, like, what you sent me, it's it's what they call the Inner Gladiator four-pillar system. And uh, don't buy into, like, the Inner Gladiator. It's not some, like, macho bullshit or that's something like that. It's going to make me stronger. Yeah, that's what it was. That's the marketing behind it. <laughs> <laughs> so we were just like, all right, let's, let's just talk about it. Um, you know, as I, and truthfully, what really I think started a lot of this conversation is whenever we had um, Heather... In on the episode uh, last week or on Sunday, and we were kind of we started it off on like the different pillars or whatever pieces of one's uh, growth, if you will. And so I think that you can take that into multiple levels. And I think that just as we get older, um, it's one of those things that I think we should definitely evaluate, uh, especially as we start to find our identities and all that kind of stuff these days. It's uh, when you get to like, I swear. When you get to like 30, dude, it's like you hit this. And I did, we talked about it in our quarter life crisis. Quarter life, yeah, <laughs> yeah. So assuming we're all going to live to be 120 years old, I probably will. But uh, um, I might. I don't really eat well. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, it's just I think that it's it's something that hits a lot of us. And, and I don't think that just one episode is enough to uh, to sort of talk about it. So going into the four, you know, the four pillars or whatever. Just the first one, it says, and I'm just going to read straight from the page. It says the first pillar is purpose. And so I guess we can just sort of just talk about each one, you know. So it says uh, your purpose is how you want to contribute to the world. It's your meaning to life. Uh, Whether it's being a grade A student, uh, creating an awesome new iPhone app, or being a prominent CEO in your industry, you just pick a purpose. If you don't already have one or are having trouble figuring it out, your purpose is finding your purpose. Uh, If you're lost, this is the pillar you need to focus on. You can't live, <clears throat> sorry, <clears throat> godly. You can't live the life you want without having a solid definition of your purpose. But by taking the time to figure it out, you'll be able to align your actions with your purpose, and you'll be able to get what you want from life. <clears throat> Damn it! <clears throat> so I know Kalu is dying. I need a spit bag again. <laughs> you know, one of the things that I literally just read that totally stuck out is if, like, if you're having trouble finding your purpose, then your purpose should be finding your yeah. purpose. I think the, the one of the first things that I do 
because I feel like my purpose is somewhat always changing or something like that, or, or I don't know, but I, I always will, when I have the feeling that maybe I'm losing sight of my purpose, I just shut down. I know. And it's, I shut down and then I feel like I start to shift to something different. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just like on to the next thing, I guess. Yeah. And I, and maybe, maybe it's a good thing. Maybe it's okay to shift to something different, but maybe it's not good to shift to things without having that underlying reason of why you're shifting there. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Cause you wind up putting yourself in like terrible situations potentially and uh, just going in and doing things just because you can. You know, yeah. and that's sometimes not a good thing. I don't know. Do you have any other? Do I mean, you have are like, you impulsive with it? Uh, yeah, yeah. I'm I'm totally <laughs> impulsive. Yeah, I won't even. I can't lie about that. I'm absolutely impulsive, and it doesn't help that I that for me, I have that like mentality of like, I can't waste time. Yeah. I have to be doing something just because I don't know how much time I have here, and yeah. I think that that can get me into trouble because I'm just constantly like okay what do i gotta do next what do i gotta do next and if things aren't like perfect for me i'm just like oh i just gotta get out of there you know what i'm saying do you find you have a good support system whenever it comes to that like with your habits and doing that um because my wife hates it when i do that yeah no mine doesn't like it yeah she's just like you need to slow down yeah (laughs) no stop yeah (laughs) no it's it's totally no and it's not to say that like I'm not supported in yeah. there. It's more of a thing of like, you're going to run yourself. It's, I think, I think that Elizabeth sees like, like energy gained and lost, you know yeah. what I'm saying? And when, when I sit there and apply myself to so many different things, I think like any other project or any new thing that you start, it takes a whole lot more energy to get started on stuff than to sort of maintain it. You know, yeah. you think of it like starting a car, you know, it takes more power to get the car started rather than like idling and stuff like that. And I know we all, you know, we all operate differently. Yes. And this is just the level that I know you operate mm-hmm. at. You're like 10 times more than me. <laughs> yeah. But, <laughs> yeah. but the, I just know that Kayla, she just wants to do things at her own pace, yeah. which are different than mine. So yeah. we, we don't clash there, but it's, it's just, yeah. It makes it kind of hard to to want to talk about it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because it's like I want to tell you about this new idea I have, and then you just sound yeah. like a cheese dick the entire time. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> the next day, here's this new idea yeah. I have. Yeah, it's uh, <laughs> but it's it's really tough to be able to to do that. I think truthfully, what is probably more taxing to me than than like coming up or than actually doing the things that I talk about doing is just thinking about them. Yeah. Does that make sense? I like, can see that. I, if I'm I sit there and just think, so. yeah, dude, I overthink <laughs> so bad. So if I were to sit there and like take a bunch of time and think about something that I want to try and do, like it's, it's easier if I were to just shut up and do it. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Because if I sit there and think about it, then, you know, I, I wrote about this in w- one of the blog entries, like your, your brain has like a survival mechanism type thing in there where it's like, if you, try to come up with something new it will quickly be like hey wait a minute how how are how is this thing going to harm you or something like that how is this going to destroy you or whatever and uh uh it's probably easier for me to just do it because if i think about it i'll start getting calculated and thinking of all the different possibilities and points of failure and drive you crazy yeah yeah (laughs) so that that is one part for me is just you know when it comes to finding that purpose i mean i i like to think that 
in a lot of things I have my why. Um, but I mean, if you were to put me on the spot and just ask like what my why is, I, I, I used, I feel like I used to know it. You know what I mean? I feel like I don't even know what I could, what I would tell you right now. Really? I just feel like I'm constantly changing. I'm, I'm still trying to find my purpose. So yeah. What, so what's that going to do for you? Like, what is that, what has that led you to do right? Like so far in your life? I mean, so I, I've gone from just doing dead end jobs to mm-hmm. actually having a job that means something mm-hmm. and striving to do better within my job and within the company. Like I've actually got my foot in the door and I'm like, I know where I want to be and it's not here, but you know what? I will sacrifice. Yeah. Whereas like back back in the day, I was just like, this is okay. It pays the bills. Yeah. I can sit home and eat Cheetos if I want to. Yeah. <laughs> There's so many people that are, that can, can some, t- some days I envy them Yeah, because Me it's too. like they can just, they'll be like, oh, I'll just go work this job the whole time. And then it's, it's nothing. Yeah. Like I've got friends that work in grocery stores and yeah. I've worked there for 10 plus years. And they're and totally like, fine with it. Yeah. I, I envy a lot of those people, and it and it's not to like demean what they do or no, anything because they do good not. work. They yeah. do they work hard just as much as anyone. But like I would always, and even in my job now, I'm always thinking like, what's the next type of thing? Yeah. And g- given the way that my mind works, like whenever like new technology and new products or whatever, I'm always thinking of new stuff. But I have to answer to someone else to think of this new stuff for me. So yeah. I'm just constantly like, why aren't you like me? <laughs> you know what I mean? And so it drives me a little bit crazy. And, and I'll, I'll say this, that I felt like I had a better grasp of a purpose uh, before this job. But I'm still happier in the job that I have now, if that makes any sense. Just because, the and, and the one thing that I've said too is that like I'm not... I'm not loyal to any company. You've heard me say it before. Yeah. I'm loyal to to that which allows me to be loyal to other stuff in my life. You know, yeah. my family or just being able to go and ride bikes and stuff like that. And that's what this job affords me, you know? Yeah. But I and I still feel like in my head, like, there needs to be some big purpose here. But there's other, there's other schools of thought that's like, no, there doesn't. You know what I'm saying? There doesn't have to be one. You can just go there and do that thing, and then you can find your purpose outside of work. I think a lot of us, too, we maybe there's this like <clears throat> underlying notion or something that your purpose has to be tied to your job. Maybe that's what and gets a lot of us. It be. doesn't have to be, yeah. but it's like, well, what else is there, man? <laughs> you know, because we, we live in a society where, and Chris says it, you know, you're kind of unfortunately defined and viewed in the world by what you do. Yeah. And so it's like, if you don't have, if you can't tie your purpose to your job, then it's like, what are you doing? You know? Yeah. And so it kind of sucks, man. It really and does. I'm just, I'm so empathetic though. It's like, I, I see people struggling like, and, but like, I know that if I leave somewhere, they're going to be okay. Yeah. They'll get somebody to replace me. Yeah. But if I see that they're struggling, I'm just like, maybe I should just stay a little bit yeah. longer. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, one thing that I do kind of miss about the like mundane job that I had was just like I was doing the same thing over and over again. So I could listen to podcasts while I did this and I could like come up with all the ideas like you're talking mm-hmm. about. But with the job I have now, it's just I'm constantly being pulled like, yeah. Brandon, I need you here. Brandon, I need you here. Brandon, answer this, mm-hmm. answer this. And I don't have the same time that I used to have. Yeah. 
Yeah. So now all my time is outside of work, and I have to like share that with my wife, my dog, mm-hmm. <laughs> um, just being a good husband in general, and yep. and for myself, I need well, me time too. But. Exactly. But have you? Has it crossed your mind that part of being a good husband is taking that time for yourself and doing those things for yourself? Can you say it a little louder? (laughs) (laughs) You're about to get that ass whooped. (laughs) But I mean, I I think it's. Who said it? I'm sorry. (laughs) No, I think it's a it's a legitimate thing. I uh, I definitely that's something for me. I've got to have time to go and do my thing. You know. Yeah. And and now that. Now that my wife is in her job and stuff like that, I understand that she needs more of her own time. Yeah. But like the selfish part of me is is just like, okay, so there's the been these years where she was in nursing school and she didn't really like hang out with me, you know what I mean? And yeah. then now she's in the job and it's like, I just want you to like hang out with me all the time. Right. But it's like I've got it's so for me, there's like an inner struggle of being like I really want to go and hang out with her or bug her or something like that, but I know that she wants me to leave her the fuck alone. Right. (laughs) So it's like, uh, it's one of those things that I'm just kind of hoping like in time we'll both kind of understand and find that. Yeah. Find a rhythm right there. But, uh, yeah, it's totally me being selfish. Just like, well, why don't you hang out with me? You know what I mean? Or why don't you answer my call or something like that? And see, the thing that I hate is right before I started the job I'm currently working with, I was waking up at 4.30 every morning and just using that allotted time before work to, like, get shit done. Yeah. And I kind of stopped that. Yeah. But I like laying in bed with my wife. Yeah. Like, <laughs> There's nothing uh, wrong with it. Right. Yeah. But I feel like I have less time now to get things done. Yeah. And I know. I know the work I need to do to get there. But Yeah. It's cost of entry, uh, dude. You got to be willing to pay it, man. Yeah. <laughs> Let's go to the next pillar. So, it's the next one's health. It says, uh, being healthy... Is about giving your body and mind the right fuel to develop positively, not negatively. By eating the right types of things and exercising the right way, you will not only look better, but you'll feel better too. Uh, your positive energy will start to radiate towards uh, outwards in every aspect. You'll be stronger and you'll be smarter. Uh, if you're overweight or underweight, this is a great uh, area to focus on. If you take a lot of naps, have low energy, um, <clears throat> and overall feel like shit, start here. It will set up the framework for all of the other pillars. That's a good call too. I mean, yeah. it's but for some people, it's hard to want to look good if you don't really feel good. But like, I think that feeling good, like I obviously I say start off with feeling good first. Yeah. But one good way to feel good is like that endorphin release, man. You know, it just feels fantastic going and going for a bike ride or going for a run or a workout or something like that. And I'm 100% on board with what they're saying with like eating better and stuff like that. Sorry, the dogs just came in. Dogs, get out. (laughs) It's totally not getting edited. But uh, I'm totally on board with like eating better. I wish there was like, and I'm sure I'm sitting here saying I wish. I'm just too lazy to Google it. But uh, I'm sure that there's like a list of like foods to help your mood and stuff yeah um and and that's something that there's got to be a way to make it taste good because i'm just like well, can you put queso on it because like, <laughs> i 100 percent feel like ass after every mean, time i have queso, queso on it. in moderation is not bad no there's no such thing in my book <laughs> no such thing but like <clears throat> one of the things that like my wife and, and my daughter do they they 
literally take baths like every single day. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And like, I guess that calms you down. I mean, I can't sit in one because I'm six foot five and like, <laughs> I'll just look awkward in it. And, uh, but I just, you know, having that little thing to sort of relax is, is gotta be, that's gotta be super helpful, yeah. you know? But, uh, yeah, I mean, there's, there's, and then people talk about meditation. They talk about yoga. They talk about all those other things. I'm mm-hmm. 100% down with those. But it, the big thing for a lot of people is just getting started. Yeah. And it's shitty that you got to pay for it a lot of times. Like, one of the things I started doing is, like, instead of going to, like, spin classes or something, I'll, like, watch one on YouTube and just go on the spin bike. And it's That's, like, this yeah. is for free. Put my headphones yeah. in. Just get lost in your own, yeah. own world. Your like, own class yeah. or something like that. But I feel like that's one of those things too. And also for me, um, I, it's, while some may argue that it's not healthy, like I like to, I like to have time to play video games. <laughs> it's just, it mentally, it just, it like, it stimulates me for some reason. Um, and, and it's, it's on the same level as me, like reading a book or something like that, you know? Um, lately, one thing that's been really fun for me is that I've been reading a lot about like cybersecurity and, um, uh, listening to podcasts on cybersecurity. And the funny thing is that I'm like making connections to like us in, as in general, you know? And so, um, I'll talk about that on a later thing, <laughs> but, uh, before we, the wheels come off, but yeah, you know, I think uh, to read this other part here says, if you take a lot of naps, have low energy and overall feel like shit, start here. How's your how's your energy levels and stuff? I mean, my energy level they're slowly getting better. Like I've decided I'm gonna stop eating as many carbs as I used to yeah. and just eat a little bit healthier. Yeah. So we're trying not to go out to eat it at night because mm-hmm. I mean we used to go at least three or four times a week. Mm-hmm. Uh, for lunch, I'm bringing my own lunch. I'm not going to get a plate lunch or some something yeah. like that. Like those are fire though, aren't they? They are. They are. I mean, four bucks and you get a whole plate. Yeah, it's like, so good. It's just, and it's so hard because yeah. things are cheap yeah. and they taste good. So yep. why, why not go for it? Mm-hmm. But I'm just trying to trying to do little things at least yeah. since I've cut my time in the gym like way out and just riding more. Yeah, just trying to be more conscious about all that stuff. Yeah, um, and I can I can feel it. Yeah, the hard thing for me is sleep, man. I just I don't know how to just turn my brain off. I don't either. Um, like I I got some like a uh, CBD oil. Yeah. To try and like sleep a little bit better. And I can't tell if it works or not. Do you, you take know? melatonin? Uh, yeah, but I have weird dreams if I have <laughs> melatonin. Okay. Um, and, and like I sleep way too heavy. Like yeah. I'll skip my alarm. It just won't even, it, See, it won't happen. <laughs> yeah. If I take melatonin, it has to be like at like 7 p.m. or something like that. You oh, know what I mean? Or like, because, <laughs> well, because I'll go to sleep and yeah. like, I'll go to sleep quick and I'll sleep for like six, eight hours, you know? And yeah. I say six hours because it's six hours is a very long time for me. Like I'm a ray of sunshine after like four and a half, five hours, you know? And so I'm trying to, as I get older, I can see that like, that's no longer sustainable, yeah. you know? So I'm trying to be better about that. Yeah. I, just, I mean, I feel myself getting tired. Like what time is it? Eight o'clock now? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I start to feel that. <clears throat> yeah, but then like we'll start to we'll watch a movie or something yeah. together, and I'm just like I'm wide awake. Yep. And then, well, for, also for me, like, dude, and I don't know if you're like this, but I live by the sun, and so like I'll be I'll be up and awake as long as the sun's out, yeah. you know. And so, as we start to move into fall and stuff like that, like there's gonna be <clears throat> there's gonna be way less sunlight. PSL well, time, huh? PSL time. What does that mean? Pumpkin spice latte. I'm not white. 
<laughs> but uh but your teeth are oh my god thanks look but uh i'll have i'll have less sunlight so not only will i have lower energy levels but like it's kind of depressing in the in the fall you know what i'm saying i'm just like fuck you know the sun just get, makes me happy and when it's not there i just don't have the kind of energy like i normally do and i feel like for a lot of people that's where people start to like put on weight and stuff like that because you just want to sit in. It's a little bit colder. It's all the good food. Yeah, it's time to hibernate. So but, let's do what? But yeah, yeah. I mean, dude, I like going on night bike rides like mm. in the fall because like the weather is just perfect. Well, that's what I'm hoping for now. So we'll see what happens. But so the next pillar here says emotional intelligence. Um, this is a big one for me. It says emotional intelligence affects all of us. Um, it's our ability to control our own emotions, emotions of others, and emotions of groups. Being emotionally intelligent is about being a leader. Um, a leader in your own life, a leader in your own environment, or what they call an inner gladiator. If you have negative thoughts that you want to eliminate, learn more about yourself or learn how to influence people. You should focus on emotional intelligence. Uh, it's the backbone of connecting with yourself and other people. In fact, scientists believe that your EQ is a bigger factor in making it uh, making it big than your IQ. Um, it says if you have low self-esteem and low confidence, the resources in this topic will put you on the right track. It says, warning, if you are depressed and you should not read into personal development yet, I recommend that you see a therapist. That's actually a really good thing. So, um, But let's talk some about EQ. Um, emotional intelligence for me is is very very big so one of the things that i wrote about a long time ago was that i kind of see i see groups of people as like like a chemical compound right and so and if and you can literally change the makeup and you can create a completely different element or something like that or a completely different whatever you want to call it compound just by how you are when you get added in because you know how it is with with like atoms and shit like that. You add another proton and it becomes a completely different yeah. uh, element. And it's like if you jump into a group of people, like how you're if you're negative, positive, if you're whatever, like you can completely alter the energy inside of a group of people. And so that is one of those things that I really, really try to focus on. And especially it's good for me in like sales. Yeah. Um, being able to read a room or read people and stuff like that. And for me, it's kind of hard to turn that off anymore. Um, like, and so also when I see people, like, I try so hard to be like, to be a positive piece of the room that when I'm in a room and someone is like being even remotely negative, I'm just like, uh, I just want you to go away, leave me alone. Like, don't <laughs> That's ever... me too. Yeah. <laughs> like, please leave me alone. Go uh, be somewhere I else. I am the positive person uh, in most rooms I go to. Yeah. So yeah. It's. Yeah, I can, we can tell by our dad jokes in our serious podcast episodes. <laughs> My bad. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it's a it that's a big thing. EQ is like, and and I had to, for me, I had one of the biggest things I had to learn was how to label my emotions. Um, and that's really hard. Like me, literally sitting down and just being like, I am sad. Like this doesn't make me feel good. That's you know? still really hard. For yeah, me. I, is it? I, honestly, half the time, I don't even know what to do. Like, yeah. Kayla, Kayla's just like, what's going on? What are you feeling? I'm yeah. like, I don't know. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I, like, I wish I was better about, like, oh. vocalizing it. But, like, I know what it is. But if someone asks me, I'll just, I'll still say, I'm all right. I'm fine. Exactly. You know? Yes. But I know I exactly what's going on. I will forever be fine. Yeah. Seriously. Um, 
But at least for me, it's just like, at least I've labeled it. I know exactly what it is. Yeah. Um, but I wish that I could finish the next step and sort of reach out and, and talk to people about it. Um, and that's just, you know, I don't know. It's, it's, it's a, I don't want to say it's a problem with me or anything like that, but I, I, I can also say I'm, I think I'm doing better than a lot of other people who just don't, yeah. who may not even know what that emotion is or something. Did you have something you were reading? Well, I was just going to talk. Well, so whenever I started working out with Chris, like mm-hmm. going to the gym, like regularly, like he sort of taught me like, you know, all of that anger and that yeah, frustration. Finding your dark place. Finding that dark spot yeah. or place and just like pushing it out yeah. in a rep. Yeah. I love that shit. Yeah. Like I had no idea and it blew my mind and that just like drew me to the gym and I was yeah. like, I want to do this every single day. So why did you stop, Brandon? Because Chris quit growing. <laughs> you said because Chris quit growing? Is that growing. what you said? Oh, that's funny. Well, you know, he started back up, so. He did, he yeah. did. Uh, and then the gym that was close to my house that I would just wait yeah, up and go shut to, down. it yeah. shut down and now I have to drive 20 minutes across town to yeah, get to it. Yeah, it sucks, man. <sighs> The other thing there, I mean, we can talk more about like emotional intelligence. I mean, it's one of the thing that they say in here is about being a leader. Um, and I think I don't want people to think that it's about like being a leader of other people so much as it is, is being a leader of yourself. Yeah. Um, I, like I was saying, like one of the first steps in being a leader in, in your own emotion is, is labeling that emotion. Um, and I think that within each of us, there's there's two people, there's two elements, right? So it's your your soul, if you will, or your heart, and then it's your brain, you know. And your brain is always going to be that's a survival tool. That's going to be your brain is the thing that it's like keeping you out of danger, helping you. It's doing logic. It's that part is doing math equations the entire time. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And then your heart is kind of like, well, I. Why is one plus one two? I don't know. I don't really feel like it, it is. It doesn't have to be. You know what I'm saying? You can make it into a T. Yeah. It's, it, <laughs> it, one plus one is triangle. You know? And uh, that is one of the big things. And so I think that if you are, if you want to be logical, that's fine. If you want to be emotional, that's fine. But you have to lead with one of those. Yeah. And so I have, for the longest time, led with logic a lot of times. And so... Something has happened, I don't know when it was in, in my life, but like I've started trying to sort of lead with my emotion, lead with like my heart and stuff, you know, and it's one of the things that it does is that it makes me feel like things hurt me a lot more, right? And it feels like, um, like I feel sometimes wrong for using logic in some things because I've for the most part have never gone wrong when I've when I use logic you know what I'm saying yeah. I can understand like okay this didn't work because of this boom done I'm okay you know yeah but the the heart part of it it's like hey you can feel sad today if you want you know or if you see something happen on tv or a show you're like oh man you can be sad you know like <laughs> a movie comes on and something happens it's like you know, the logic part of me would just say something like, oh, that was really good work that they did, you that know? That was good work, but that's fake. Yeah, but that's, that's not real. <laughs> that's not real. Yeah, and so it's funny. I watched uh, um, uh, Endgame for, like, the sixth time. I mean, I've had this movie for, like, two weeks now. Like, shout out to Stealing Movies. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, uh, 
And every time when, when Iron Man goes, I'm just like... Spoiler alert. Yeah, right? <laughs> but every time, I'm just like, fuck. It's got me, <laughs> you know? And then when, like, when he hugs uh, Spider-Man, I'm just like... <sighs> see me? Yeah. I see that, and I'm like, Tony Stark, he snapped. Yeah. And he should have died instantly. Yeah. <laughs> but they, they drug it out. They drug it out. Spider-Man starting to fade away yeah. in Infinity War, I'm just like... They drug that out too. Yeah, that's me. Like, it's like it was too long. It was too I'm long. not heartless, but it's just come yeah. On, man. Well, I mean, and, and just any other type of thing. Like, there's just certain things that anymore. I'm just like, lately, I've been like, I want, like, when I come home, I want everyone to be like, hey, you know, what I'm saying, like, how's it going? But the way that they both grew up, it wasn't like that, you yeah. know. But for me, I like. I just want to, and I think it's because I'm lacking in, in purpose or something like that, or, or just trying to figure out what I want. Like, I at the end of the day, it's like, I just want someone to sort of, like, see me. You know what I mean? Yeah. Just being like, like, everyone sees me in the sense that, like, I'm here to sell you shit and, like, I'll make money or something like that. But sometimes I just want to, like, come home and just be like, everyone gives me a hug and they're just like, hey, what's up? And just... Do you do that to them? No. Because I like, I I would do it as a kid to everyone, but the thing for me, well, I'll do it to like Elizabeth sometimes, you know. Yeah. I'll always say hey, you know. I'll be like, hey, how's it going? Um, but uh, I think for for me, I would always say hey to like I was just taught to say hi to your elders, or when someone comes in, you always just say yeah, good morning. You say whatever, but like when I don't get that, like it makes you feel like you don't care about me or something like that. But the See, logic part is like. You just didn't grow up with that. Yeah. You know? Like, so, I can definitely tell the difference between my wife and I mm-hmm. growing up and, like, I'm going to keep doing what I do. Mm-hmm. Like, it's just the way I was raised and, you know, maybe one day it'll rub off. Yeah. Maybe one day, I mean, I don't want to, if it's not there, she'll be like, you didn't do that. Yeah. I'm like, like I want like, her to realize. To realize that. Yeah. yeah. And I do that with just customers in general mm-hmm. and all of my employees. Yeah. Like, they like me because I do this and like even if I don't get it back Mm -hmm. I'm gonna keep doing it (laughs) yeah yeah and it's and it's also it's not to say that they don't give a shit you know what I'm saying like it's just one of those like oh this would be this would be nice but it's like do you do you go and say like hey I want hugs when I get home (laughs) you know know what I'm saying it's just like what do you do it's on my to-do list it's on my to-do list her to-do list yeah you give me hugs (laughs) want hug (laughs) want hug now please Uh, so I don't know. It's it's. I think one of the things that I'm learning right now, as as um, as I get older, uh, on the emotional intelligence pieces, is learning that it's okay to say that like I want something. You know what I mean? Like being again, just being being a dude, being older. I think also just in the black community too. Like it's just not a thing for for guys to be emotional about stuff. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And so when when like I feel sad about something, I'm just not even so much sad. It's like oh, I just want a hug today, <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Or I just want, you know. And so and I wish I was better about just like asking for it because usually I'm really good about saying if I don't like some shit, you know what I'm saying? But if I'm just like, oh, I think I just need a hug, man. So why don't you just do it? <laughs> huh? I'm I'm trying to learn how. Oh. Yeah, and and also too, I've gone so just like shut the fuck up. <laughs> But I've gone, I've gone so long, sort of being like very calculated, that even if if I try to do that, yeah. like <laughs> they'll be like, "What? What did you do?" 
<laughs> like, what what did you do wrong? What happened? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and then I'm like, oh, yeah, okay, never mind. <laughs> Stupid ass me. Why did I do something like that? You know? So I think, uh, again, b- talking more on the emotional intelligence part, while I am starting to get better at labeling my emotions it's like the action part next it's like what do you do with it and the worst thing is just to sit there because you'll just piss yourself off you know what i'm saying or make yourself sad or whatever you want to call it let's um, so the next thing that it has on here it talks about relationships um it says the most overlooked fact about life is that it's important to be around people who motivate you inspire you make you feel good about yourself Learning how to eliminate unhealthy relationships and build new ones doesn't just happen on its own. Uh, it takes hard work and special skills. Um, said, I went through life assuming that these types of people would come to me, but as I discover that's not the case, you have to go and find them. It's up to you. If you feel like you don't have the right people in your life, or at least uh, you have a lot of negative relationships, you'll find resources to help you out here. Ah, whew, relationships, man. Yeah. That's a... Uh... There's, there are a lot of people, and I feel like I used to be this way. Um, I used to be scared of just being by myself, right? Mm-hmm. And so I would always just, like, get any kind of friend. Like, I don't care if they were a bad influence or if they were, like, into shitload of terrible things or whatever. If yeah. it was, like, just, you know, just a meaningless thing with a girl or something like that. I avoided a lot of that. Um, uh as far as like meaningless relationships with, with women and stuff. But, um, I just didn't like being by myself, you know? And I think that as I got older, I learned to sort of like cut a lot of that stuff out. I think there's still some things that like I'll hang on to or something like that. And, and it's, it's sort of a, a balance between keeping, old friends and not burning bridges right and i think that one of the things that's hard for a lot of us is that we need to understand the difference between like saying hey i'm just growing in a different direction and actually burning a bridge you know what i'm saying i think when you burn a bridge it's like hey there's no other way that we can reconnect it's just that's just not possible but if you just say hey i'm just growing a different direction the onus isn't on you to do anything you just kind of go and live your own life you know and i think that that's a part that um that a lot of people struggle with i think given in the town that we live in we still see a lot of people we went to high school with brandon just rolled his eyes so (laughs) no i did i did (laughs) yeah you know i try to like for the longest time i would try to avoid everyone that i went to high school with yeah, uh, I would to the point like not even just avoid be like I don't fuck with you you know what I'm yeah. saying it was a lot of that kind of stuff and anymore I just kind of like I just don't see them anymore like I physically just don't notice them so yeah. if I walk around thinking like who am I going to see from high school I'll see people from high school but Maybe if that's I, my problem yeah because I'm just if, like I know I'm going to see someone yeah. anywhere I if go. I if I think like that I'll see I'll see someone yeah. you know I'll, I'll, like, it's weird. I can feel when people are going to be at a place, you know? Yeah. And I'm just like, here we fucking go. But on the times where I don't, I'm just like, oh, it does, yeah. it's, it's nothing. You know what I'm saying? It's like, oh, they're here. And then don't care. now I've realized, like, even if I do see them, I don't have to stop to talk. No, you don't have them. to stop. I can just wait and say, hey, yeah. how's it going? Gone. Um, yeah. Yeah. And you're gone. Um, now, there are some people from high school that'll be like, 
I still don't fuck with you. <laughs> like there was one time I was at Moe's and uh, um, I saw one girl from high school who was just an absolute bitch to people. You know what I'm saying? Like, and I and I and it sounds stupid and petty to like say that right now. Like it's because yeah. I've been out of school for. I mean, I'm 33 now, so I don't know a billion goddamn years. Like 20 plus. Yeah, <laughs> man, uh, but. No, not 20 years, dick face. But, uh, yeah, for real. <laughs> but, like, I also recognize the effect of, like, bullying. You know what I mean? Yeah. And how that can mess someone up, like, at a much older age. And so, when I see people that kind of got picked on uh, in high school by mm. other people, like, I see these people now and I, like, I can't help but wish the worst for them. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because it's like, dude, you you potentially could have fucked this person up. They may not have this kind of confidence because you laughed at them or you made them feel this way or something like that so long ago. And I remember I said it on one of our episodes, like, there was a... I, I reached out to people and was like, hey, if I was ever an asshole to you, like, I'm, re- I'm really sorry. You know, I did that yeah. kind of stuff and, like, became friends with them. You know what I'm saying? And can have totally, you know, good conversations, like, professional friends with them because they're all doing fine and well and stuff like that now. And so, um, it was, and the other thing for me, too, when I was younger, I mean, I was, like, a nerd and stuff like that, but, like, I didn't wear the flag. You know what I'm saying? I didn't wear the nerd flag, like... When they're saying they're talking about like anime, like at lunch or something like that, and I'm just laughing. It's like, but bitch, I know. It's like actually, here's the facts. On it. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and uh, so, yeah, I was always an in betweener, so I could go from like the jockey type crowd yeah, to yeah. like the nerdy kids yeah, and the yeah. band kids. Because I mean, sure, I was in yeah, band you were in band, band so, yeah. Um, and, and yeah, I, I loved that shit. Like, yeah, I had more fun with the nerdy kids. because yeah, everyone could, was open. There I was could no... be free and yeah. just talk about shit that I really liked. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I, I learned to sort of, later on in life, I was like, man, I envy those people. They've been themselves the the whole time, and they can sit there and continue to be that way now. Yeah. And so, um, it's it was it was definitely um, interesting to work with that. But, like, what other sort of relationships do you have? Well, now it's sort of just work relationships, because mm-hmm. the previous job that I had, like, those people were fine with doing what they did and yeah. I would hang out with them. And so I would have got stuck in that same loop where yeah. like I was in a dead end job for 10 plus years, mm-hmm. but I told myself I couldn't do it. Yeah. So then I got around people like you or mm-hmm. some others who were more forward thinking. And I was just like, I have to do something different with my life. So yeah. people who were constantly just wanting change or mm-hmm. wanting to, I like people who like to make money too yeah. because they think way differently. Yeah. And that's just where my mind's at. Like, mm-hmm. and so just surrounding myself around people like that and people with technology, like, yeah. Oh, I love yeah. it. it's a, it's a world changer. Yeah, dude. It, re- it really is. Um, and I too am the same way where I like to be around people that, that have some kind of success, you know? Yeah. And it's not one of those things where it's like, where I'm envying anyone or anything, or it's like, I want what you have. Like, yeah. I just like to, like, if some, if, if someone like buys a new car or buys something expensive, like you better believe I'm going to be cheering you on. Yeah. Just like, hell yeah, that's awesome. You know what I'm saying? Like me and one of my friends, uh, Caleb, my neighbor, we, we always, we make this, um, 
people will think we're like being cocky or trying to one up each other, but it's not. Like we talk about, we call these things like big dick power moves, right? <laughs> so if you make like a big dick power move, like you like get a raise or you get a big sale or like you buy a vehicle or something like that, we call we'll call each other almost like every week and be like, "What'd you sell this week?" You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and it's just one of those things where it's like you motivate each other. You yeah. know what I mean? And, like, I just like people like that because it makes you want to work hard and, like, you push each what other back it, and what forth. What was the movie with Will Smith when he was, like, poor and he wanted to, like, do better? The Pursuit of I, Happiness? No. You're man, about to say man something. Black. God That's damn it, was, right? dude. That's what I'm looking for. <laughs> it's like you're looking, <laughs> you're looking for an Agent K. <laughs> Did I tell you some motherfucker couldn't, uh, he didn't know my name and he was like, oh, Agent J. And I was like, a little bit racist. <laughs> A little bit racist. <laughs> kind of fucked up. At least he didn't call you black guy. I know. I would have been like, hey, uh, black guy. But uh, yeah, I was like, you should get kicked in the chest. That's kind of fucked up. But but, uh, but yeah, I've got another buddy who's like doing stuff online. Yeah. He does a lot of like um, advertising stuff. I won't yeah. get into any details, but like every friend of his on Facebook is someone who's just rich. Yeah. Who he's worked with. And I just... I follow some of them just mm-hmm. to see their lifestyle. Like, yeah. they're not the Instagram type that are just like, oh, look what I got. Here's a thousand likes. Mm-hmm. They're like the people who have like 10 likes because they just have their friends on there. Yeah. And I love seeing how real people live. They're just real. And like yeah. the real hustlers out there. Mm-hmm. Like, oh. they aren't talking about hustling. They aren't. They're just out there doing yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. I, I have learned, you know, in, the, in my time in this job, um, I've gotten to see like, filthy rich people yeah and they you could never tell just by you could never tell like Like they (laughs) they keep life very simple like it they just are on a good level they're just good people you know and uh they and truthfully i feel like they have mastered gratitude um they just they get it they get it and like every single thing that surrounds them they are like equally grateful for and uh and you ask them about their beginnings, and they're all very humble beginnings. You know, they're poor or something yeah. like that. And it's just like, damn, they just figured it out, you know. And and one of the things that I, I always look at, it's like, gosh, I just need to start a business, you know. Like, I just need to go and do something, you know. Yeah. And it's and it's not out of, like, copying them or trying to one-up. It's just being truthfully just inspired by them, you yeah. know. And um, that, that leads to why we're doing this thing here, you know. But for me the the big thing and this truthfully can be seen as my purpose is legacy you know the things that we're saying and the things that we're doing and learning and all that kind of stuff it is going to be there as long as apple podcasts are up you know (laughs) yeah and out there or as long as our website is out there and like i can see like because i've listened to earlier episodes of myself and I listened to those early episodes, and I listened to myself now, and I was like, holy crap, I've completely changed, you know? Uh, and we've we did, we've talked about in episodes, like, how I argue, how I reason, like, because I've been in, like, extreme, I'm team extreme ownership of everything, like, just, um, just today, like, my, my mom t- sent me a message, it was just like, I can tell you're in a bad mood, and she thought it was she thought it was her and dad that did something. And I was like, no, like yeah. I'm just not in a good mood. I'm just not feeling happy. You know what I mean? And like, you know, some stuff had happened and I was just like, look, this is, it's not anyone's fault. It's like, it's, it's me. I should have done this differently. I should have done this better. And like, 
she was she was like sad because she sort of like took it on you know and i was like this isn't about you (laughs) this is not about you and like it's that same type of person the things that i was saying today i would have i would have taken a completely different direction a year ago a year and a half ago or something like that so what would you have done i think what i would have done is i would have lashed out at everyone i really would have yeah but like i just i took it on and i was like i owned it and it's just like okay you just wait and then like i called elizabeth and i just talked to her about it you know what i mean and so that's another thing i'm trying to be better about is just like talking to her about it you know i think that one of the things that i also learned and this is just because i pay attention to other people you know this is part of the relationships pillar like she works with people who are like who are just a few days to to dying you know and so i've been trying to make a point to be like if there's something on my mind i don't care when i'll just go and like hey hey i got this idea or like i'm feeling this you know or or something like that and so um or i'll just sit with her and try to process a thought or something we did that last night like i sit there and i was talking to her about um i was asking her why we as a society sacrifice uh security for convenience you know and so i started talking about like cybersecurity and like and we were saying like in the 50s you know, I think that it was easier to get away with something or, or do something bad or whatever because now you, people can hack your shit. Like, and I was like, why is it these days that we take the most secretive things or the deepest, darkest things about us and we put it and we save this stuff on a place where anyone can find it out? Why do we put our stuff on the internet? You know, I was like, mm-hmm. diaries seem a lot more secure than blogs or you know yeah. all these other things it's like what happened you know why are, why are we why is it so easy for us to put our social security numbers and you know our passwords and have all this other stuff and like why are we sending nudes and shit like that you know what i mean like why are we doing all that stuff like knowing that it could be there there has to be some deeper thing and it's like what we were talking about it's like i feel that like we've lost a connection to ourselves and it's yeah. like we just need someone to like not really validate us but like there's a thrill with putting something out there where it could be found out you know what i'm saying or it's like it used to be a good thing to keep stuff like not keep not hold it in but like i don't know there seemed like there's there was more value in it i think it was drake that was said you only live once so (laughs) yolo Oh my god! You know, speaking of that, the, oh, yeah. you know, I, I read something. I read, I read something, and it was it was like, you don't only live once; you only die once. You only die once. Yeah. Yeah, you you have multiple opportunities to live, and I this happened like a couple of it was like a couple of days ago. I read that, and I was like, holy shit! Like, I need to stop saying you only live once. Like, yeah. every day is a new opportunity. Every second is an opportunity to like do something good do something special make someone smile or yeah. whatever but i only die one time and that's it you know and, and I've, uh, I've gone through many chapters in my life yeah and i'm just like if i look back on any parts of my mm-hmm. book and i'm just like i what did, what did i do back then yeah I'm like yeah <laughs> just thinking like only oh, you only live once so yeah. i'm gonna drink this 12 pack of beer yeah. and do all this and now i'm just like <laughs> you got a gut you're like, like you got beer shits you're just like what bitch. <laughs> yeah yeah man 
I, I think that that I, I'd love to do an episode on YOLO yeah. like how it's the worst thing ever like I think I truly think it's the worst thing ever like that whole like even that mindset of you, you only living once that can put you in a position to rush things you know what I'm saying to make snap decisions yeah. that you could have otherwise like felt your way through a little bit more or thought your way through a little bit more um, I think that that gets a lot of people into trouble. You know what I mean? But sometimes it just takes you to this different place that you never would have expected. Yeah. So you never know what could happen on the yeah. other end. Yeah. Talk just, about the, like, do you have, like, negative relationships and stuff like that? Or have you done pretty well about getting rid of those ones? Uh, I mean, it's not that I've gotten rid of them. I just sort of push them to the side yeah. and focus more on the positive relationships that I'm in. Mm-hmm. Um, and one thing I've been working with... Uh, my district manager on is just speaking up. Yeah, one thing. I that's, wanted you to. That's something that I don't yeah. do often because often, I just, bro. Ever, yeah, <laughs> ever. I just I feel like things are gonna come and everything needs to fall into place just perfectly, and it's never going to. Yeah. How many times now? It's been I think it's been two or three weeks, Brandon. Where we'll record an episode on a Sunday, and I'll text you or I'll be like, "Why didn't you speak?" And you'll say, like, oh, I didn't have the right time or something like that. I'm like, bitch, cut us off. When the train is rolling, it is hard to stop It's that not. Thing. Just, <laughs> like, cut us off. And, like, this, because one of the things that we said at the very beginning is, like, the saloonist is something different for each of us, you know? This could be your way to, and I'm not trying to define it for you, you know what I'm saying? But this could be your way to sort of find your voice, you know? Like, to have that practice and build that confidence and be like, hold up. <laughs> let's rewind like here's this thing you know what I mean yeah like I think you could totally build that skill here you just have to want it you know that's what it goes down to yeah you know for me like I said this has been a way for me to sort of document the personal changes that I've kind of gone through and it's it's helped me like be better about just talking with people people come up to me and talk to me about some wild shit man and like the the way that I've been able to like be objective and sort of like help people walk their way through it like it was different because the way that I would do it before is that I would borderline try to take the reins you know and try to steer it because I can see a solution there just let me do it you know what I mean but like doing what we've been doing on the saloon is like it's it has helped me like you know, just because just because the way that we like interview one another or we interview other people, like I just ask people questions, try to put them in control of the situation, you know, and just sort of be like a mirror, if you will, you know, help yeah. them see themselves, you know, through the questions that, that I ask them or through the things that I say or whatever. And like that is it is reduce the stress on me when I talk to people or offer advice about something. But it also, like, helps me see things with myself. You know, now it's just a matter of, like, I feel like I'd like to have... I wish that there was someone that thought the same way that I sort of did or would sort of treat me like that, like a like a mirror or something like that. And, you know, shout out to therapists. That's just one of those things. Yeah. I just got to go in and, and see one, just proactively see one and just try to make sure that I'm on a good plane because I could sit there and talk to people and help them through stuff really well but after when it's like when it's when it's my turn you know what i mean i'm just like oh who do i go and reach out to <laughs> you know and like sometimes like you want to 
and this is gonna this again this is still building on the the relationships pillar like you want to tell and i'm i'm bad about this too for with my wife is that where we kind of mess up where we're talking or when one person comes to the other about something is that we come from the camp of like i don't care what happens as long as you are in good shape right so it's always about we're always thinking about preservation of you so when you when you come at someone that end you're always going to be like almost borderline protective of them and you you sort of make it so that they can't go and feel their way through things does that make sense what i'm sort of saying like if you go and tell your mom that you're having an issue with something she may be like well that's my baby like what can I do to yeah. to fix it so my baby's not hurting anymore? She won't be like, oh, hey, how does this make you feel? Let's like, let's work our way through it and still sort of put the onus on you as opposed to being mama bear about it. Yeah. Like, I try to be like husband bear. She tries to be like wife bear. Be like, why the fuck are you doing that? Like, they cut them off. That You know, you don't yeah. need that person or, you know, they're just trying to do this. And so that's something that I'm trying to be better at is sort of like... um or something that I, that I wish that that I could sort of get, but I also realize that I'm the same way. That I'm kind of like, well, why are we, why are you doing that? Too? Yeah. Like just, but it's just with her. Everyone else, I'm just like, oh, you know, like <laughs> feel your way through it. But it's because I'm not tied to anyone. Yeah. Else, you know what I mean? Like yeah. we have a house, we have money, we have like like her success. Like I need her to be successful. You know yeah. what I mean? And she needs me to be that way. That, so we that try is to. Something that we do it's borderline too. selfish. You know what I'm saying? Like you'll own, like the answers you give to them to your loved one are only going to be answers that, in a little way, serve you too. Yeah, that's kind of shitty, but like uh... they have to feel their own way through it, or mm-hmm. at least. But I you don't want them to fall. Yeah. yeah, it's like I don't want you to fall <laughs> on your face though. You know what I mean? Hey, you just found some cash. How, what is <laughs> <Shit>. that? <laughs> hey, that's you nice. You just stole money from me. <laughs> um, yeah, so what else can we talk about as far as these? I know it's... I, I've, I've liked this episode so yeah, far. It's just been good being able to talk about those pillars of our development and stuff like that. And, I, you know, I think that there's always going to be other... There could be other pillars and stuff like that. And... And you can still have four, but they can just be, you know, different things. Yeah. For some people, it's their faith, you know. Um, for some people, it's, I don't know. <laughs> I just don't know, but... Because I'm uh, sure there's pillars of growth, pillars of success, pillars yeah. of just everything. Just... Yeah. We all, we all have to recognize that, like, we're all, like, being held up by something. And that is okay. And the things that hold us up... Are, should always be changing because if they're the same things then it's like you don't I, i'm i'm not a big fan of stagnation you know yeah. i'm just not and uh i think that that's going to be the one way that you can sort of unlock more of your personal growth and all that kind of shit as you get older as you just transition through life in general so i don't know and see for me, like if i'm not if i don't realize that i'm just stagnant yeah, and then that moment that I do, I'm just like, gotta change everything. Yeah, dude, bro, gotta change everything. That's that's kind of what we talked about with uh, overcorrecting. Yeah, when like when we have when there's something just slightly wrong, I I can somewhat have the the tendon. Uh, no, I won't even say somewhat, motherfucker. I have, <laughs> I know, I overcorrect. Yeah, like if if there's something, and I've learned, I've been learning to be better about it. Like every time. 
and I know she doesn't listen to to any of these, but like every time that I have a a, a talk with my boss, like I'll say that like in my head there would be something that I don't like or whatever or that I wish would change and work, and my overcorrecting ass is just like, all right, hop on Indeed, apply for a job, or at least look at different jobs or something like yeah. that. And then I go and talk to her, and she's just like, yeah, you're, at, like, the last time she was like, yeah, you're you're 30, or you're 32, you're about to turn 33, like, this is supposed to happen. You're supposed to have this moment where you're figuring out, like, do I really want to do this? You know, yeah. is this where I want to be in life? And she's just like, just talk to me about it. Like, it's I understand that she's like, I had the same thing growing up. This is what it's like as you get older. You know, you're just trying to find that purpose, but... Again, because I overcorrect, it's just like, no, this is a bad situation. Go and find something better to do or whatever. You know, she, I mean, like, they, they put me in a very good position here, you know, and, you know, we both work at the same spot. Benefits are fucking killer, you know what I'm they saying? Are. Like, it's just, but I won't, I will say that don't stay in a job because the benefits are good, you know what I'm saying? But there's just other factors out there that, that help out for me at least. And so, um, like it was it's oh it's always good getting to like unpack stuff on there and uh try to and and i hate it sometimes i'm just like i go up there thinking like i'm gonna say some shit to get myself fired but i'm just being like 100 percent just like transparent it's just one of those like oh i get it you know what i'm saying yeah um but i think too that and she and i talked about this the other day she's you know she has seen how it's different working with people from like our generation millennials essentially you know from like i think it's from 19 is it 82 yeah it's 82 to 90 something yeah or but you know what i'm saying like being able to work with people like that we just have a different mindset like the the people the generations before us like that's their thing to work in a job for 20 30 years like that's just what you do but like for us like purpose because there isn't like a big major war you know i'm saying we aren't being sent into a draft or anything like that or there isn't some crazy shit going on like the angels aren't coming down yeah pretty yeah 2000s not happening yeah Yeah. (laughs) but we don't have the that kind of like fear if you will like the I don't know what, you know, you don't have to have all your skin in something, you know what I mean? And, like, because of that, it lets us start to wonder or find or even want things that really, really fulfill us. And when we have that kind of thing in there, it, it, for a lot of us, like, you can get into trouble if you don't have the right people to talk to, you know? So, for me, having that pillar uh, or that type of relationship is very, very positive. And, like, it's funny when I have these same conversations with people that are older than me. Like, if I have it with, like, my, my mom or my dad, they're just, like, stay in your job. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> right, like, it's like, don't quit your job. You just do this, you know, like, blah, 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 blah. And it's just like, you guys are the worst people to talk about this because you'll <laughs> gladly stay in something for 20-something years. You know what I'm saying? And so, um, like it's, I said, it's just different. And so, like, I... I don't really talk to... I mean, I talk to my mom. I love yeah. my mom. But we don't no, talk... No, you hate her. We don't talk all... No, it's because don't. you hate her. It's okay. No, we it's don't You talk, actually hit her. I'll, this is a lie. <laughs> <laughs> Michael! Yeah. But, but no, we don't We don't talk all the time. We don't really talk openly about things. Yeah. So she called me one day, and we were just, we were just talking honest to each other. Yeah. And it was odd, but 
I absolutely loved it. Yeah. But, you know, she's been with her job. I'm 31 now, so for 32 years. Yeah. And she's just, we're just talking about things, and it was just like, you know, talking about how mine's going, and she's just always wanting me to move to Lexington. She's like, there's better jobs up here. You can do mm-hmm. this, do this. And But she's the type that's like, you know, you stick with your job. Yeah. But she's like, never, never give up. Mm-hmm. Keep working harder. Because, yeah. I mean, she worked from just doing floor-level stuff to head of quality control yeah. for this company. And she's just like, you got to keep working on it. I'm like, yeah. I am. Mm-hmm. I am. I, I swear to you, Mom, I'm yeah. doing well. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm a good salesman. I'm, yeah. <laughs> I'm a pretty decent leader. And she's yeah. like, I've only ever seen you sell lottery tickets because we used to work yeah. together yeah, at a gas you, station. You but, worked together at, with her? Well, she got me the job whenever I was young. Oh, she that's used cool. to work two jobs when I was yeah. a kid. And that was her second job. Yeah. So... She's like, I only ever saw you work there. She's yeah. like, I haven't seen you grown up. Yeah. And I'm just like, I promise you, Mom, I'm doing it's like, well. Yeah, it's like, like he's killing the game. I, I'm good now. Yeah. But I'm always looking for something more, mm-hmm. something better. And she's like, never lose that. Yeah, that's that's definitely the thing. Is But again, the problem for me is that I overcorrect. And I'll yes. be like, <laughs> like I, I view now my, when I left, I worked at Western Kentucky University and yeah. when I left I took a huge overcorrection it was hindsight it's still it was a, one of the best decisions I ever made yeah. when I decided like hey I don't want to be in this same job I can I can read the writing on the wall like there was not going to be any place for me to move forward up here no matter how much like nice shit they bought me I had good computers and all the sorts of toys and also on all that other stuff and then there's discounts upon discounts at Western yeah. you know what I mean but like I can see that like I wanted something more, but I I overcorrected hard and went to a job that was that had me driving an hour and a half, almost two hours every single day, to go to work just because I was dead set on like finding something different, you know. And yeah, I I got a twenty thousand dollar pay increase and all this other kind of stuff, but it's like, damn, like was that was that worth all that time, you know? And, um, then of course I, I start to feel myself like correcting back over, you know, when I, when I left that job and I took like two months off of work and I was just like, what exactly do I want out of this yeah. life? You know, what exactly do I want to do? And, uh, also a new video game came out and I just played the hell out of that too. <laughs> but, uh, Is that Watch Dogs? uh, no, it was the division <laughs> part one. Uh. And so I played that and like. I, I took care of shit at the house. Dude, it was funny. Like, I was like, I could be a fucking housewife, bro. Like, because I would mow the lawn, take care of shit, have, like, bomb-ass dinners made every single time Elizabeth came home, you know? Yeah. And um, so, and I was just thinking about what it is that I, that I really wanted to do out of life. And so, I took the next job, and that next job was a $10,000 pay cut, you know? And, but, and I was, I was now going from being an hour and a half away in another time zone to just being an hour away in another time zone, you know? Yeah. And then, um, I do that for nearly two years and then I, you know, I'm getting to the position now where I'm now 10 minutes away from my house, you know what I'm saying? Make even more money now, you know what I'm saying? And it's like, I finally like corrected, you know what I'm saying? I'm back on the right path, but there's still the part of like finding, that purpose maybe again maybe my purpose is to be constantly finding a purpose and i maybe i just need to be okay with that 
You know what you I'm just saying? You need to be doing your own thing. Huh, dude, I've been asked, <laughs> I've been told that so many times. I'm just scared. I mean, that's yeah. what it is. I'm scared. Um, I'm scared of what I would have to do or the amount of work. And I have it stuck in my head that I feel like I can only, like, someone else do this with me or something like that. But it's like, I just got to go do it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's a... Uh, it's definitely something I think about all the time, dude. I absolutely do. The and hardest part for me is patience. Yeah. Because I was just talking to one of my managers the other day, and I was like, I've been here for a year. I, I, I was expecting this, 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 mm-hmm. this. And she's like, you've been here for a year. Yeah. <laughs> That's not very long. Yeah. You still have to prove yourself. You still have to do this and that. I'm just like, oh, you're yeah. right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Trust me, it's, dude. It's... Oh. uh. But that that is the one reason why I like the type of sales that I'm in. Yeah. Is, like, I make more if I sell more. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like, there's no ifs, ands, or buts about it, you know. But granted, it's different with, with what I do because I do get to be more hands-on and be more instrumental in watching these businesses grow. But, like, every business that I go into, especially the ones that are just starting, I'm just like, I love that rush of being, like, coming coming into the office and be like, okay... What am I going to do to really pick up business, to really make it somewhere, you know what I'm saying? And yeah. turn this into something awesome. And uh, I just, I, I envy those people. Like, I have so much much props for them, you know. And the ones that I talk to, they'll be like, hey, we don't have any money. You know what I'm saying? Or they'll say something like that. It's just like, mm-hmm. that's, but they, they can say that knowing that that's part of the grind. Like, they yeah. see something and it's just like, that's just how it is, you know. And we've talked about it before, like sometimes you go through life or being a good manager or being a good business owner. It's, it's really about how many shit sandwiches you can eat, you know, and just how much of those shit sandwiches can you eat and eat and eat and eat. And then finally that one thing comes through, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Or maybe your purpose is to just, you're built to eat those shit sandwiches, you know what I'm saying? And it's just like, okay, that's what you do. But you then like gain influence and people like you become something way bigger you know what i'm saying because you've been able to take things that would fold people yeah instantly um i don't know i can go on forever about the part <laughs> about having those positive relationships man it's a that part is very very uh very very crucial to yeah. me uh having those type of people in there do we have anything else that we want to go for i mean I, it's funny the time just kind of flew on this one <laughs> it dude did. it absolutely I mean, did I mean, we can save them all for another one. Yeah, absolutely. Gather some ideas and things like that. You know, the, one of the things that it says here is like, you know, while we did name those four, uh, those pillars there, which are, um, which are your purpose, your health, emotional intelligence, and your relationships. Like, the big thing is to to choose something, and it says this on the page. Like, choose one of them and stick to it. You know. And then once you feel fulfilled with that pillar, you you know that one is nice and strengthened up. It's actually going to make it easier. Like you just think of it like you think of a like a chair or whatever. It's you know it's it's not stable with with nothing under there. Then you put one thing, and then you can somehow balance with one leg. You build the second leg. It's then now you have a little bit more balance, and it gets a little bit easier as you start to build those pillars. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. And I think that if, if a lot of us focused on one thing, have like either have those relationships or take care of your body or do these other things, like it will make it easier to build those other uh, pillars. And maybe if, if your end goal is to find that find your purpose, 
And I think you can. It's easier to find your purpose when you're surrounded by good, positive people who yeah. put you in a position to want to even think about that. You know, you know, it, there, there's those good friends that will be like, you know, you have your friends that are like, oh, let's go get fucked up Friday or something like that. Yeah. Or you have those friends that are like, hey, let's go and sit down and record ourselves talking about some, you know, <laughs> what I'm saying like about our lives. You know, what I mean, and yeah. let's have a good conversation and have give ourselves something to go home and like really think about and try to cultivate something bigger and better for ourselves and it's it it, it really hinges on that kind of stuff when you have those type of people or you have those type of things in your life it makes it easier to find that purpose and again for us at our age finding your purpose is the most important thing for us right now Mm -hmm. i feel like it is i just feel like it is there's so much we're in a we're in a generation we're in a a, t- a society where there's so much surface level shit that just doesn't matter, dude. And now more than ever, purpose is everything. Because when you have your purpose, none of that shit really matters. Right. You know, you can see through it, dude. And so, so I stay off as much social media as I can. So just yeah, focus on me. I hate to blame social <laughs> media. Like I think it it had. I think it's good and useful. But if you go on there without a purpose, I mean, it makes it easy to like fall into envy other people's Mm -hmm. lives because we're all just you know a lot of us are just kind of putting only the good pieces on there you know what i'm saying exactly (laughs) that's why we have these if if people were to have facebook photo albums of like what we call making sausage you know what i'm saying it's probably them just sitting in their you know sitting on their couch with like you know cheetos on their belly or something (laughs) like that just being nice and disgusting and that's the shit that no one wants to see or those moments where you're standing in the mirror looking at yourself being like i'm fucking ugly right now you know what I mean? Like, yeah. or having those type of moments, but... I've never oh, had those moments. Oh, uh, I know, <laughs> I know. But it's like, okay. but I feel like if there was more, if we took more of that time for ourselves and figured that shit out, you'd, you'd see less of the bull. You know what I mean? And yeah. for me, I've noticed it. And there's, there's websites where you can check your social media, like, statistics, like, your posts and all that kind of stuff. Like, my shit is way down since doing this. Mm-hmm. It's just way down. I just don't need it as much. You know what I'm saying? I'll go on and troll, like I said before, look at memes or something like that. You know? Yeah, still friend, a lot of memes out uh, there. Yeah, yeah. You know, my, my friends. friends, my friends send me twerk videos and shit like that. It's just like, oh, cool, man, awesome, <laughs> awesome. <laughs> but uh, it's like, it's still, it's not something that I need. You know, yeah. what I do need is Car Guru's app. I don't know if you ever used that one. I'll just go through and look at used cars and stuff oh. like that. Yeah, <laughs> like I, mean, I use mine just for Facebook Market. Yeah, you know, yeah, like Auto Trader. Yeah, Car Gurus and Amazon and eBay. Mm-hmm. Those are my three like crack apps, and I'll just sit there and just like go through and just look at shit. Uh, so anyway, it's good talk, man. Uh, I don't, I don't think we ever do like shameless shouts or anything. But if you want to, you can totally do one on the sausage making oh, episode. Good. All right, shout out to us. Yeah, there you go. Shout out to us, and thank you guys for taking the time to listen to this episode uh i'm gonna air this one tomorrow morning it's just gonna be a sausage making episode um no crazy editing or anything like that out there it's just gonna be us talking so uh hope you guys have a good one and uh kick all the ass this weekend be safe enjoy life and uh we'll see you on sunday's episode